It's Thursday, December 23rd, 2010. Paging Aaron Brockovich, carcinogen found in tap water in 31 cities. California leads the way, again, this time on cap and trade. Not to mix metaphors, but there's a silver lining to that lame duck. Plus, having a little fun over Christmas with your denier relatives. All that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Experts are estimating that the oil could continue leaking through Christmas, which means there's a good chance the hot holiday toy this year is going to be the clean-it-yourself egret. Well, good news, the hot holiday toy this year is not the clean-it-yourself egret. So, well, there's there's that. This is your Green News Report. Just think of their faces. Today's Green News Report is sponsored by you. Yes, you. We rely on your support, not corporations or foundations, to help us continue telling the truth about green news on your public mainstream airwaves. Please stop by greennews.bradblog.com and hit that PayPal button in support. You can also PayPal to greennews at bradblog.com. We rely on you, and thank you. Okay, Des, after nearly a week of record rainfall out here in Los Angeles, the skies have finally opened. The sun has returned to Los Angeles. Yes, it broke rainfall records, and it's exactly what climate scientists have been warning about, more extreme and intense weather events. I'm just happy it stops because I hadn't finished building my ark yet. But, well, anyway. But on to the news. Shocking results from a new study released this week finding drinking water in 31 U.S. cities is contaminated with elevated levels of a potential carcinogen. The Environmental Working Group found the chemical hexavalent chromium, made famous in the film Aaron Brockovich, in the tap water of 31 out of 35 U.S. cities it tested, including the nation's capital. In response to the study, Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Lisa Jackson announced on Wednesday the EPA will issue guidelines to help communities test for the chemical, which is already in the midst of a lengthy scientific review. And why should I be worried about hexavalent chromium? Because it causes cancer. Oh, well, yeah, that's a problem. California is going it alone on saving the climate after comprehensive clean energy and climate legislation was killed off in the Senate this year by Republicans and corporate Democrats. California is now stepping into the breach. The California Air Resources Board last week voted to implement a statewide cap and trade system starting in 2012 to reduce the state's emissions of greenhouse gases. Very simply put, right now companies pollute for free and the taxpayer cleans it up, whereas a cap and trade system forces heavy polluters to pay for the pollution they emit by capping the amount of carbon pollution they're allowed and putting a price on it, putting an economic incentive on cleaning up their operations. It's a market-based idea pioneered by those crazy environmentalists Ronald Reagan and George Bush Sr. <laughs> and has already proved wildly successful at stopping acid rain and depletion of the ozone layer. But isn't California worried about enslaving its people and ruining its economy? Or maybe it's more worried about unleashing the clean energy innovation economy. Wow, heady words. I Maybe I'm watching too much Fox News. For anyone who eats food, some good news out of the lame duck session. After several years of high-profile recalls of contaminated foods, the new food safety bill finally overcame Republican obstructionism in the Senate and is now headed to the president's desk. Although by no means perfect, the huge bill is the first successful attempt to update the nation's food safety system in 70 years. Included are provisions that give the FDA the authority to order mandatory recalls of contaminated foods. Right now, it's only voluntary for manufacturers. More 
more inspectors, more frequent inspections, including overseas food, protections for small farmers, much more accountability for huge factory farms. We've got lots more at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. And another bright spot, the deal to extend the Bush tax cuts signed by President Obama has a silver lining. It also extends tax credits and a popular grant program for renewable energy that has spurred the clean energy industry across the nation. But unfortunately, it's only for one year, unlike the permanent federal subsidies that are granted to the fossil fuel industry. So green subsidies, temporary. Fossil fuel subsidies, permanent. Uh, No complaints from Republicans about those permanent subsidies for fossil fuel? Or from Tea Party years either. Go figure. And finally, the holiday season provides so many opportunities to educate your relatives who may not be, oh, shall we say, up to date on the latest climate science. You're sounding sarcastic. I know. Remind (laughs) them that the last decade was the hottest on record. 2010 will likely be the hottest year on record. And then drive the point home with the handy free smartphone app from SkepticalScience.com that destroys all denier myths. Or try these quick answers from the Natural Resources Defense Council. Oh, we're play acting? Yes. Okay. Um... Hey, do you really believe in global warming? Do you believe in gravity? But yeah, but it's it's really cold outside. What happened to you uh, tree huggers and your global warming? Well, it's called winter. Uh, oh. See, that was easy. For more on that and the other stories we couldn't get to today, please check out our website, greennews.bradblog.com. This is our last report until after Christmas. So from all of us here at the Green News Report, we wish you a very merry and a green Christmas. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green Christmas Green News Report. Stockings on the mantle, snow's here every day, but it's a green Christmas anyway. Red nose on the reindeer, tinsel on the tree, but it's a green Christmas.